Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Check with Tech, your guide to all things tech. I'm your host, Isina Azam, and let's get started, shall we? First things first, Sony just unveiled the new DualSense wireless controller that will come in the box with the PlayStation 5, and what I can say is that it definitely looks very different from the DualShock controller on the PlayStation 4. So yeah, if you didn't um, hear that well, yes, Sony is rebranding the name of the controller instead of DualShock on the previous generation. It's now called DualSense. Now, based on the pictures and the information that uh, Sony has given, we can basically tell what this new controller will be capable of. So let's start with the design of the controller first, then we'll move on to the features. Now imagine the, the DualShock PS4 controller and m most of the color scheme is basically black. Now it's the complete opposite, I mean almost half of the controller is white and uh, the secondary color is black and there are two uh, light bars on the sides of the touchpad if you compare the the DualSense and the DualShock, uh, you'll notice that uh, the new uh, the new DualSense has a little bit more of a curve to it, especially on the top. I mean, the the touch bar and the shoulder buttons are curved a little more than they used to on the DualShock. The button layout is exactly the same, but I feel like the DualSense is a little bit uh, shorter in width. I mean, the controller definitely looks futuristic, but I would only wish that the the buttons on the right side would have the color scheme that they had on the DualShock. Now it's just all gray. But overall, really big difference in the controller. And yeah, so let's get to the features now. So Sony did say that the new uh, DualSense does have a built-in mic. But they do advise that you still get a headset because it's not a complete replacement to them because of course that makes sense. And they said that they've added in uh, several adaptive triggers and actuators that make the gameplay more immersive. And last but not least, uh, Sony uh, changed the share button, uh, which is on the opposite side of the options button. They changed the name to create. Instead of share, it's now called the create button. Now, they didn't exactly specify what its purpose will be. So unfortunately, we're going to have to wait a little while until we get to know th the full feature list of this new DualSense wireless controller. Now, as you probably know, there has always been a pro and a con when it comes for charging on OnePlus phones. The pro is that you get super fast charging speeds. The con is you don't have wireless charging, even if it's slow. And now that all changes with the OnePlus 8 series. And I think it will be definitely worth the wait. So uh, OnePlus CEO Pete Lau confirmed that the OnePlus 8 Pro will support wireless charging. Uh, for example, you have the key wireless charging standards, which are 5 watts and 10 watts. That is the standards for wireless charging. So then not only did they say 
that they will support wireless charging in the new phones they're going to release their own uh, wireless charging pad and it's super fast so so get this uh, OnePlus's new wireless charging station or dock will support 30 watts so basically theoretically you can go from 1 to 50% in about 30 minutes that's as fast as their warp charge 30 from last year in fact that they're going to call it warp charge 30 wireless so it's almost the same the same uh, usage and in my opinion better because it's wireless it's not the craziest thing in the world but it is crazy enough to get me excited about it now also oneplus did find a solution for heating issues on wireless charging if you didn't know sometimes when you put your phone to charge wirelessly for a long time it will get heated a lot so then oneplus found a workaround to that basically on in the phone itself they inserted isolated charge bumps that basically calm down the power be before it's sent to the battery so theoretically this should help with uh, heating issues and yeah till now we still don't have a chance to test it yet but hopefully during uh, the event we'll get to see the phone's full capacity you can now fully customize your switch before it's even sent to you now what am i talking about uh, nintendo recently just released a customization service for the nintendo switch unfortunately it's only available in japan but this can allow you to choose the color of your joy cons and the joy con straps before it's even sent to you so you don't have to get another pair of joy cons personally i think it's about time that nintendo did something like this especially because they have a lot of colors for the joy cons and the joy con straps so i finally feel like this is something that was supposed to be there a long time ago now if you go and order using the customization program you do get supplementary micro sd cards games uh, online services carrying cases and peripheral equipment so you can actually start using the service right now but as i just said uh, it's only available in japan samsung just announced their new a series lineup for 2020 which is a whopping six phones yes ladies and gentlemen i have to talk about six phones in less than five minutes i'll try my best ladies and gentlemen so let's uh, start with the cheapest which is the galaxy a01 i'm just going to call it the a1 uh, it has an octa-core processor, a 5-megapixel selfie camera, a 13-megapixel rear camera, and a 2-megapixel depth sensor on the back. Um, you have a 5.7-inch HD Plus display with the Infinity V uh, display, which, which has a V-shaped notch. It has a 3,000 mAh battery, 16 gigs of storage, not RAM, but, you, but it does have a microSD card slot and at the time of this recording it it releases yesterday which is uh, april 9th and it's going to cost around a uh, hundred and ten dollars now let's go to the a51 
which is an upgrade from last year's A50. It has a 6.5 inch FHD OLED uh, Infinity O display. It has a 48 megapixel uh, camera on the back, a 123 degree ultra wide angle lens, uh, 4K video recording. It has a 10 nanometer octa core processor with 4 gigabytes of RAM, a 4000 mAh battery, 128 gigs of storage, micro SD card slot, and there will be a 5G variant of this phone, and it will start at approximately $400. The 5G one is around $500. Okay, so I just found this later. The 5G version of the A51 has uh, some differences except the price and the 5G. It will have 6 gigs of RAM instead of 4. Uh, it will support 15 watts uh, wired fast charging. It will have a 4500 mAh battery and it will have support for up to one terabyte of micro SD card memory instead of 500. And for 5G, it will support both millimeter wave and sub 600 megahertz spectrum. And uh, for the in-betweeners, you have the A11 and the A21, which cost uh, 180 and 250 respectively. Um, they will launch at the same time. They will have uh, the same octa-core processors the A11 will have a 6.4 inch HD plus display with a whole punch selfie camera. Uh, on the A11 you have three lenses, a wide angle, ultra wide angle and a depth sensor. Uh, you also have a 4000 mAh battery, 2 gigs of RAM and 32 gigs of storage. Which isn't good considering today's standards but it's not exactly a flagship. The A21 is almost the same but it has a 6.5 inch screen. You have a quad lens uh, camera array. The only difference is that there's an extra macro lens. Uh, you, uh, the A21 comes with a 4000 mAh battery, three gigs of RAM, and supports 15 watts wired fast charging. And for the last phone, you have the A71 5G, which is Samsung flagship killing mid-range phone. It has a 6.7 inch FHD plus OLED O display with a hole punch camera cutout. You have a quad camera system on the back, but only Samsung gave us uh, the spec for one camera, which was going to be a 64 megapixel main lens. You have 25 watt wired fast charging, 128 gigs of storage with one terabyte of micro SD expandable storage support, six gigs of RAM, and the 4500 mAh battery. Just as the A51 5G, the A71 5G will also support both millimeter wave and sub 600 MHz spectrum 5G. Okay, that was a lot. Uh, I think I did my goal as talking about these phones in less than five minutes. I didn't exactly have a timer on it, but it's good to know that we're still around 10 minutes in. So now we'll just transition to the little topics that don't need too much description. If you wanted to use a Google Duplex but you don't live in the US or the New Zealand, uh, good news, Duplex is now available on Australia, Canada and the UK. Google also changed the names for uh, Hangouts Meet and Hangouts Chat. It's now called Google Meet and Google Chat respectively. After months of complaints, uh, Google finally added a patch for the face unlock on the Pixel 4, which lets the AI know if the eyes are open or not. 
to make sure that they want their, uh, the phone to be unlocked. WhatsApp just added a new limit for forwarding messages. If the message was already forwarded five or more times, then you can only forward it to one contact at a time. And finally, it's official. Samsung no longer releases patch notes or even security updates to the Samsung Galaxy S7. Rest in peace, it's been a good lifetime, four years isn't bad. And with that, my friends, we close the book on today's summary of this week. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, please check out my other episodes in the podcast, and don't be afraid to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As always, this is Yasin Azam signing out. See you next weekend.